Welcome to Radio MVP Sports Podcast, episode 100 of the Radio MVP Sports Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Tim, along with Anthony, recording live in our makeshift studios here in my house as it is a, uh, a celebration-type podcast as we have done this now for three years. And I just looked at some of the numbers before we recorded. Radio MVP has recorded 172. This is the 172nd podcast since we've begun. Mm-hmm. Of all the genres what we've done, this is the 100th yeah. of the sports podcasts. And over 7,000 listeners over that time period. And uh, our thanks to every each and every one of you uh, for listening and downloading and also uh, telling your family and friends and I like to say your enemies about Radio MVP. So thank you to uh, to all of you as uh, it's kind of a little celebration day, even though it's been a really strange week in sports. You know, there are often times in life where and you've been through it. Uh, I'm younger, obviously, so I'm just getting into that portion of my life where you take jobs that not the best job not the greatest paying job but sometimes those jobs teach you the most my previous job it taught me a lot and it introduced me to you and you know just two guys late at night standing there bsing while we are slow let's do a podcast and it's amazing how much we've grown and the podcast has led us into football games. And the football games have allowed us to do state championship games. And you've done a college game. And now you're doing Newcastle games again. It's just, it's amazing. I would just one idea at the top of the head. Just, you know, what, let's do a podcast. It's been fun. It's oh, been it's a been fun a ride. Time. And I hope you continue on our ride with us. And I have some stories to talk about this week. Uh We'll get into the mm-hmm. sports and talk about what's going on, but I got a couple stories. Uh, those who may have followed me on Twitter or have seen my Facebook page recently uh, found out about my my adventures in uh, yes at Slippery Rock University this past week. Uh, the Canes played in the PIAA Championships uh, first round, and they were held at uh, Slippery Rock, which they normally are. Mm-hmm. Now, Slippery Rock, when they do this, they have each side of the court one is mm-hmm. the official scores and table mm-hmm. and all that on the other side is the entire meet and it goes really from baseline to baseline well we get assigned seats and we have basically the same area that we normally are and i get there oh maybe about an hour before tip i set up my equipment there's an earlier game going on in front of us that started at six o'clock mm-hmm. So, or 5.30, whatever time it was, I don't quite remember. Needless to say, that game is in the third quarter, maybe the top of the Mm -hmm. fourth quarter. And I'm setting up, and I'm working on my board and getting some things set up because we had some issues last Mm -hmm. time we broadcast, but I was working on those, making sure everything was correct. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this basketball coming at me, an errant pass. I got my head tilted down, looking at my board in the corner of your eye. You see this ball, mm-hmm. and I turned my head slightly to the oh. right and smack right into the face. Headsets on, my glasses go flying, oh. and I'm like, 
everyone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm a little dazed. Yeah. Because it was, a, it was yeah, actually he, someone actually threw the ball kind of yeah. with some pace on yeah. it, which you don't see often in, in games, to be quite honest with you. And I'm like, I'll be all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. My partner, James Dawson, <laughs> started like giggling. He goes, no, you're not fine. He goes, your glasses are in, in two pieces. Oh, my. And I'm like, oh, my God. And James, like, like this is hysterical. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But I says, and we looked at each other, and he goes, I have duct tape. So in the venture of Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> we, I duct taped my glasses together across the bridge and part of the eye lens to mm-hmm. hold it together. Uh, as flimsy as they were, and they were flimsy because I had wire yeah. frames. I've had them for years. So I went on as a trooper, uh, a little dazed and confused, done. but we uh, we were able to broadcast the game. I was actually able to see the entire game clearly, and uh, I had a few pictures I posted on both Twitter and Facebook. I got a good laugh out of it. Uh, but, yeah, what an adventure to start the uh, tournament. Unfortunately for the Canes, the season came to end in that game. Uh, they ran into Hickory, who may be – potentially a state title contender a very good program uh has been for a long mm-hmm. time uh, i remember watching them years ago when uh i was covering district 10 when i used to do franklin and oil city games and and meville games so not surprised that that program is as good as they were and by the way let me get this out of the way this is for jared calhoun who probably never listens to my podcast and th- i have a recruit for you that will give you instant offense when you need it. He's a small player. He's only about 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, mm-hmm. But Donald Whitehead is phenomenal for Hickory. The kid doesn't miss, and he has a wide range. And he's good with the ball, and he can make you miss. And he can create off the dribble and create space. Do we know if anybody's looking at him yet? There's not one division of school. Division one school has offered him. Really? Now, Coach Blundo and others who've watched this kid play mm-hmm. over the years flat out say this is a Division I uh, talented player. Really? The reason he's not getting looks is because of his size. I'm telling you right now, if he's a walk-on at minimum or if you can find a way to get him to Youngstown State, you've got a player who can give you points, especially – when the team, unfortunately, like we've seen down the stretch, go in these shooting funks that weren't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, is this kid good. He put 14 points on Newcastle in the first quarter Oof. and then finished with 29 in the game. And uh, once Hickory had the lead, it was, it was a over, yeah, yeah, it wasn't over, but they really controlled the mm-hmm. tempo of the game from that point on. And But, yeah, this kid deserves an opportunity and I'm hoping that he's so far under the radar that he's going to look at, you know, division two and yep. division three schools that coach Calhoun comes across a, a, a tape of him and says, we need to take a look at this young man because he can play. And I've seen a lot of players from Western Pennsylvania over the years. He can shoot the ball. He can dribble the ball. He's, he's a good two guard point guard. Mm-hmm. I can see him coming off the bench and giving any team instant offense and that is such a huge part of the game especially with the three-point line oh, yeah. move back 
to the international line mm-hmm. uh, this past season. Yeah. I know we're going on a tangent here, but wow, this kid can play. And it would be nice to get a steal once in a while. Yeah, you aren't kidding. It's, that's where YSU Athletics as a whole has really found some, you know, some success is getting the kids that were not the highest ranked recruits. The tweeners. Yeah, the tweeners. You know, the good enough to play here, but not, you know, basketball, baseball, football. Yeah. Sometimes Women's you get to, I have to get the overachiever, and they have to succeed. Sometimes uh, Dan it, Peters was really yes. good at finding those type of players. When he had successful teams, those teams found players who, in my opinion, were overachievers. Yep, They were good quality players that no one else paid attention to. He went after them and helped develop them to become a Division One player at the mid-con level and become very successful. That's uh, like the Ryan Day approach. Now people ask him why so few five-star recruits on the in his recruiting class, and he said, because if I can get a three-star guy and develop him, then he's going to be a five-star player. Well, there's so many, you, you know, know. I think they're still ranked top oh, five recruiting. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying Ohio I know State what you're saying. Have, I know what you're saying. I, I, I understand what you're saying. And that's exactly what every program should be striving to do. With the success that this Youngstown State team has achieved this year and the disappointments that they have had, uh, down the stretch, this is the type of player, in my opinion, who can help your program grow to that next level. You need to take chances on yep. players yes, you do. who have Division One talent that might be small. And I'm going to tell you right now, he's my height at best. Mm-hmm. He's 5'10 at best. But this kid can play basketball. And that's the bottom line. You, can you play the game? Yep, and can you play exactly. it at a level that matches the talent you're up against? And my opinion is yes. And I hope that they they look at him. You talk to um, anybody that has watched YSU this year. And their deficiencies are very easily noticeable. A, lack of big guy that can go out and get theirs. Have some nice size players. Don't necessarily have a big guy. And two, they need a, a guard that can score the ball when Quisenberry is being the focal point of the uh, defensive strategy. Well, let me just put it this way. I'm looking at my box score mm-hmm. from uh, the game. Uh, Whitehead had 29 points in the game and made only one three-pointer. Everything else was either from the line or inside the arc because he got someone off the ground and moved inside and did it. And let me tell you, he can move to his left and make a play. And that is such an impressive move at the high school level. And I'm like I said, I was just impressed with him and the way he played the game. And comfortable winning program. Yeah, and and a very good quality Mm -hmm. program uh, who has learned and has grown. And like I say... Someone's going to get a steal. I hopefully, it's hopefully, it's Youngstown State. Now, talking about the Penguins. Yes. A lot going on there. Yeah, you aren't kidding. Yeah, so much to talk about. Let's let's talk about just the basketball program real quick. You know, we had John Vargo on last mm-hmm. time we talked, and John mentioned the opportunity that they could win out, yep. get the double bye. Did not happen. They ended up losing three of the last four. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, they got a, one win on the road, but the win they need the most, they couldn't get. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. It's just the way it goes. Uh, they got into the tournament, 
And they advanced, and then they lost, and you know it's okay. Uh, the dream continues. So they got invited to the CIT, and they accepted. And it looked like they were going to host a game. Host a game and, and then host maybe a second game if they won. Correct. Just like they did in yes. t- 2012. Yes. Well, now, as everyone knows, the coronavirus has shown its ugly head in North America and in uh, sports. Uh, so our governor, and I give him credit here, took very decisive action this past week when the first known cases came mm-hmm. and made a directive to limit as many um, gatherings as possible over a thousand people mm-hmm. and such. Uh, we've seen the cancellations. Yep. Matter of fact, the NCA right now is family and friends or basically family and essential yes. players only or people involved will be at the tournament. Yeah, it's going to be really weird. to watch. Yeah, it's going to be sure. empty stadiums. And matter of fact, the Golden State Warriors are going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, And the Blue Jackets, just announced today they will do the same thing yeah. also. And-, and this is going throughout everywhere. And matter of fact, the St. Patty's Day Parade here yeah. in Bourbon has just been uh, canceled. So this is going on. Uh, I don't know what will happen with YSU's game. If they're going to uh, remain in the tournament and play with an empty uh, big league uh, center, who knows? They're doing the right thing. I'm going to be honest with you. They're, this, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a health provider of any sort, but from all the information that is out there, I don't have no problem with taking precautions. I'd rather be at home, watch it on TV, mm-hmm. or listen to the radio, hopefully, any baseball or football or basketball game, than be exposed to something that could literally land you in the hospital, or worst case, I mean, best case scenario, Land you in your house mm-hmm. quarantined and getting trying to get over this for two to three weeks. Yep, it's that serious of a health situation, and I'm not going to get into the politics of it all, but I will say this: I don't blame uh, the OHAA for their decisions. I don't blame uh, the NHL or the NBA or the NCAA's making these decisions. And if YSU pulls out of the CIT. I get it because it's probably just too much of a loser to do. Yeah. If they can't have fans there. Uh, if they choose to still play and they play in an on empty road, yeah. or on the road or in a empty, most likely an empty building, no matter where it's played, mm-hmm. um, you go on from there. Yeah. I, you know, first of all, let's talk about on the court basketball. A heck of a crowd last week at Beagley for the uh, first round game against Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Uh, that place was buzzing from the start. Uh, Penguins, again, got down early, struggled offensively, just, I mean, couldn't hit anything, you know. But like the team has done so often this year, just ready and battled and, you know, hung in there, closed it to a couple at halftime. And then uh, second half, they just really, uh, Nasbel Hammond, Hannon and Darius Quisenberry really took over. And uh, the Penguins just... They came up a little short. Yeah, and then... You know, you lost to UIC. Like you said, it's disappointing, but it's it, it's not fun losing. But it's nice to be disappointed instead of being like, oh, all right, we'll see you next year. When you're, com- you're in a competitive environment yes. and you're competing, you're right. It's a hell of a lot better to be in that scenario than to have seven wins and know that you have no chance. Yeah. And that is 
you know, building a program. And yeah. hopefully Coach Calhoun continues to strive. And I hope this team does have a chance to play because the reason exactly. it's important is you get to practice for another two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. You also get to compete and you get to feel what a tournament is. I know they play in the Horizon League tournament every year. There's a big difference when you play in a national yes, tournament. There is. And even if it is the third tier tournament, I'm still a hundred percent BRS in favor it. Too if the CIT uh does proceed with a tournament. Oh, today the CBI announced their cancel on the tournament. They're not going to have one. This I year. imagine the CIT will follow the through. The CIT said today they will have one, but like you said, Tim, I would be surprised if they didn't ultimately end up canceling because there's talks right now the NCAA is having about canceling uh, the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So if there's talks about canceling the biggest tournament in basketball, you got to think that. Well, it'd be a It'd be a gut punch. It's sometimes rather err on the side of caution instead of let this thing get way out of control. You know, many people know that I I had a a fondness and a uh, really a a fandom for the game of poker Mm -hmm. and on the professional level, the World Series of poker and stuff like that. And many of the the players, uh, the, the poker players, I, I followed a lot of them on Twitter over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like a 10, 15-year thing for me. So I'm not necessarily into it as I once mm-hmm. was. I don't even have time to play anymore. But I still follow some of the, the better uh, yeah. known players and, and the better personalities in the game. And this was about a month ago, maybe even a little longer than a month, maybe in the last six weeks, when the coronavirus first started to be talked about in China. Yes. Now, back up a little bit. Those who don't follow any poker on a, on a national level or international level, poker in China is big. Mm-hmm. And people who have money in China, they love to the mm-hmm. gamble. And a lot of pro, 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 pro poker players go to China to play. Um, not, a, not an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. So this kind of affected that community a little bit. Not that people got ill or uh, passed away from this, but... They started, I started watching Twitter, and the reaction was about a month ago is, would the World Series of Poker be uh, canceled this year because it's a large gathering? It's an international gathering. Yep. Uh, these are players who come from Asia and uh, Europe and North America and South America to come play in Las Vegas during the summer, and it starts in June. And being the gamblers that they are, mm-hmm. most of them, or not most of them, many of them started taking bets on what w- would happen. And uh, that's yeah. just the gamblers yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. But that was the first instance I heard about anyone talking about possibly canceling something due to this mm-hmm. coronavirus. So, uh, and now here we are. Middle of uh, March, right before March Madness. And it's going to be really It's going to be strange. And quite honest with you. It's going to be really interesting to see how baseball handles this going forward. Yes. Uh, do they push back the start of the season? I do they. I think they're going to do with the NBA, like the Golden State Warriors are doing. I think you have to play with empty stadiums, just ask, essential personnel only. Let me ask you and this: and if that means refunding people's money who yeah. bought opening day tickets or game two through game thirty. So be it. I mean, it's one of these things in ask, life. People's lives are more important than any damn game. Let me ask you a question. Um, we aren't scientists. We aren't doctors. We don't. I wish we had that knowledge. We don't. Um, 
heard today that this virus does not do well in the heat. Now, I, if that's true or not, I don't know. Say that's true. Say this virus does not stand well to the heat. Do you think Major League Baseball might move some of these early on games to their spring training sites? No. No? No. I just don't. Uh, I think it, baseball has such expanded season. Uh, 162 mm-hmm. games. They don't play any doubleheaders now unless it's necessary to make up. Many years ago, the games used to start middle of April. Mm-hmm. April 8th. Anything through April 8th, let's say the 15th. Yep. Now we're into March to March start 26, games. Yeah. yeah, this season. And with the expanded playoffs, that's one of the reasons they, they've moved. They're trying to end the season a little earlier if they get the playoffs started mm-hmm. in October before they can finish within a month. And, uh, well, we'll just see what happens. I'm not making any predictions, but, yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's health, your health, my health, anybody's listening's health is more important than a damn game. Now, could it be financially devastating? Yeah, guess what? Yes. It's going to be financially devastating for many people. Yes, this is going to be. And it's just because it may interrupt our sports viewing habits and our sports uh, desires, I can live with it. And we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm not going to sit here and try to figure it out. It's I'm almost hour to hour now. Well, it is. And, you know, there's going to be pressure on because once the government, like the state of Ohio yes. with Governor DeWine and the statement that he made and uh, the initiatives that he put forward mm-hmm. are starting to take effect. Uh, we've seen it at the high school level. So and yeah, it's nice, dude. Right. We, right. In the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Uh, we've already seen an all-star game locally canceled. Yes. Frank Buba Classic yes. in Warren has not made a decision yet as of right now. But, but you got to imagine. Yeah. That. I mean, the writing's on the wall. Let's put it the that Ivy way. League I have not. I don't want to speak for them. I'm just saying we'll have to wait and see. Speaking of that, let me uh, segue to this real quickly. Originally... Mark Means and I, we're going to broadcast those games on mm-hmm. Western Reserve Radio. That's the plan. So hopefully that will be the plan. We'll just wait and see yes. what happens. Mm-hmm. Personally for me, it was an opportunity to give back to uh, Frank Booba's memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank and I were friends from back in the, uh, in the 90s when I had a, a talk show mm-hmm. with Eric Bolin, uh, when I worked at 1440. When I was on my own, he was a guest on my football roundtable every week. Uh, one of the greatest guys I've ever met, nicest guy, had great interviews with him. Matter of fact, I was talking to Mark when he, he gave me the uh, invitation to join him to do these mm-hmm. games. There was a girls game and a boys all-star game. Yes. And I said to Mark, I said, I'd love to do it. And I said, yeah, we were talking. I said, don't worry about it. I'd love to do it. I have a history with Frank, and I would be honored to uh, broadcast these games with you. I was thinking about it, and I texted him. I says. I have to go back into my archives, mm-hmm. and they're probably on cassette tapes somewhere in a closet. But I have audio, Frank, and I says I'll have to put a little montage together. Maybe we could play you know, before the game or a halftime or in between the games. So um, still hope to make that montage no matter what, and I'll just put it on our podcast. Yes. Uh, and uh, for those who don't know Frank, uh, one of, like I said, 
great guy. You know, Frank being Italian and me being Italian and just the way he styles it. You know, everyone calls me Timmy a lot mm -hmm. nowadays. Um, and it was funny. It was like, he would go, well, Timmy, let me tell you about this. You know, or Timmy, we did this right. We didn't do this right. Or, uh, Timmy, I don't see how that's going to affect the game. Mm -hmm. Or It was always, you know, inter interjecting my name in, into the conversation. And uh, it was always fun. I mean, he was always one of my uh, favorite people I've come across to uh, doing high school sports. And uh, really, really heartbreaking when uh, he passed many years ago now. But cystic fibrosis mm -hmm. and uh but uh truly one of the great men that i've ever come across in in this uh business and uh good memories and uh i will look for try to put that together it may take me a week or two to find the tapes and to uh, convert them over to digital and everything but that's my plan even though who knows what the future holds i think they're going to make an announcement tomorrow so official announcement yeah. will come tomorrow. I don't want. I have no idea what that is. I have not heard. With everything else going on, I think we probably know which way it's going to go. Yeah, you, it, it's nice to see people being proactive instead of sitting back on their hands and uh, waffling back and forth. It's nice to see people uh, taking a stance and taking the heart. You know, because it's not easy to cancel these things, and if it means getting people healthier at a quicker rate and curtailing this. To where scientists and doctors can find a solution or vaccine per se. You know, let's hope a couple weeks or a couple months from now we're sitting back talking and laughing at sports like we always do. Oh, exactly. I mean, I don't want to short, uh, short, be short-sighted what's going on. I know what's going on. And we all do. And it affects all of us. Mm -hmm. And we'll find out more as time goes by. Hopefully nobody you know or I know or anybody listening will ever come down with this virus and uh hopefully no one's the family members but the truth is about her somebody you know will probably come down with this virus just like they did with the flu mm -hmm. and other illnesses that people have so uh we'll just take it one step at a time and as a sports fan it's frustrating to watch these games get washed away as a person and recognizing the health issues i don't have a problem and that's the bottom line. I don't have a problem. And I think they're doing the proactive and correct thing. Uh, there will be some of those poo-poo that thought process. Mm -hmm. That's their choice. I'm not here to change their minds. I'm telling you my opinion. And my opinion is those who are canceling events are doing the correct thing to protect each other and protect us all overall. Um, this isn't about... The weather, this isn't about anything. This is about an illness. And until it is understood completely and going forward, we won't know. And I don't, I, we've talked a lot about it because mm -hmm. it affects sports. Yes. And yeah, it's I affecting all the local I, sports. I'm going to, I'm going to err on the judgment of those who are health officials and uh, scientists. And that's it. And I'll go from there. Yeah. It's, you know, like I said, we're not scientists, we're not doctors. Um, it's unfortunate that this has happened and this is uh, going to cause a disruption in what is such a great time that you and I always talk about. With it's a fun time of the March year. March Madness and baseball. And, uh, it's a, I heard today the Masters might be canceled probably without spectators. That, right. Well, but again, this is it, that time of the year where a lot of things collide at once uh, when you get into March and April. Yeah. There's, and you have the Kentucky Derby, you know, coming up in May. So – 
Uh, there's a lot of scenarios yeah, going a, on. Yeah, and a I'm lot just, of major sporting events. You have Indianapolis 500. You have a lot mm-hmm. of big events coming on at this time of the year. We'll see how it affects all going forward. I'm not. All I know is today on March 11th, this is where we're at, and we'll see mm-hmm. where we're at a week from now, you know, two weeks from now, a month from now, and and go from there. Yeah, and I'm not making prediction of what's going to happen and. You know, I think we we've said all we can. Yeah, it's like like we said, we're not scientists, we're not doctors. Um, I will say this: Why is you finished eighteen and fifteen, eighteen and sixteen? You know, uh, getting back on the sports side, on the on field, on court stuff. Eighteen and sixteen, eighteen and fifteen, not great. But I tell you what, Tim, the last two months have been a lot of fun, and and uh, I will say the losses, while frustrating, it's. It's frustrating because you see they're close. Um, as I talked about John Vargo, and, and as we talked with him, it's my opinion all season long that they're a player too short yes. from an eight-man rotation Hands that down. can work. Hands down. And that's where they're at. Penguins that doesn't water. mean they can't upset someone. It doesn't mean they can't compete. It just means when... Your players are not firing on all cylinders like the game you and I went to see yeah. them play Incredible. against Wright State, where everything they could not play a more perfect game. No, that was the best they could play. Right. And Quisenberry had his best game of the season, maybe the best game of his career. And with all those factors in, they were able to defeat yes. Wright State. From that point on, they weren't able to duplicate that Scoring game. Scoring got a lot tougher for them, didn't it? Yeah. And yeah. that's where I'm talking about mm-hmm. you. And that's why I mentioned Donald Whitehead earlier, Yep, because you need someone who, when everybody else isn't gives you off. And that's what I'm talking about. Having an eight man rotation. Your YSU, in my opinion right now is missing a player or two from that. And yeah, there's... when they get that player, they'll take this, this program yep. to the next level until that comes, they're going to be, Probably because of the coaching staff and the talent they have, right at around 500 or better, mm-hmm. and that's where they're at. And it's a step forward. Yes, and this is the third season for Coach Calhoun. I don't have a problem with that. I'm a, I'm I'm happy. Uh, I want more. Yep. I'm not satisfied, but I like the direction. Simple as that. Yeah, you got to. Uh, whether there is a postseason or not for the Penguins, we don't know. We'll find out, but you gotta be happy with the progress. You gotta be happy with the direction of the program. Um, and I read a couple of things uh, from national writers, not ISU guys or uh, Horizon League based reporters. You look at next year and the players leaving, the players staying, players coming in. Uh, John touched on that kid from North Carolina coming, and he said he's gonna be a star. Well, YSU yeah, ISU is high on him. Retention is gonna be key to why this. YSU. With retention, that is huge. Um, they could be potentially now. It, it it doesn't mean much. A top three preseason team going the next year. Well, again, expectations are good. Yes, and, and there's nothing yes, wrong right. with high expectations and wanting to see a program to succeed. All right, I got to talk about my Liverpool Reds because I've been talking about them all season it's long, been a- and it has been a tough. Stretch like a '95 Indians or '97 Indians kind of stretch. Uh, I'm not sure. It's just been a tough stretch because they've lost four of the last five games. 
they got knocked out of two different tournaments uh, today, losing um, to the Spaniard team. Oh, God, it was horrible. They actually had a win by two today. Is Viking Jim all right? No. Uh, he, yeah, he's all right, but we've all had our uh, ups and downs and disappointments. Let's put it that way. And it was a, a, a tough day. Elif Greta, uh, Madrid. I'll say that right. Elitico Madrid defeated Liverpool 3-2 to two today uh, and won 4-2 to two aggregate over the two games. Here's the heartbreak. Liverpool had a win by two today, and they were the aggressor the entire day. They had possession of the ball most of the game. Uh, they got the shots on goal. They got up one nil, and it was that way at the end of regulation. So they went to a 30-minute uh, extra time, uh, 15 minutes at each end. They swapped fields mm-hmm. after 15 minutes. Yes. And the Reds came out, and within a few minutes, took a 2 nothing goal lead. And from that point on, everything went backwards. It looked like the Reds were the Reds, scoring late. And if they could hold on through this extra time when it was 2-0, it would win the aggregate score, and it would be a uh, advancement into the next round of the knockouts for the uh, – uh, the championship league, Champions League. Unfortunately, uh, Madrid came back and scored two more goals back only within minutes. They got one that, that basically tied the aggregate score, and then they took one that took the lead in late in the uh, second half of the 30-minute uh, uh, extra time. They scored again late in the uh, the ball game, and uh, it was you know all, all over but the sad faces in the, in the crowd at Anfield and. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, this team's going to win the Premier League. And I left Westside Bowl today thinking, not empty feeling. It's a disappointment. It's it's unrealized potential because you didn't have a chance to advance and defend your European championship from last season. Very difficult thing to do. Uh, hey, they only have to win two more games, and they'll clinch the the uh, Premier League scenarios going on there that again dealing with the coronavirus so hopefully the season won't be canceled and no aggregate thing will happen where they can't win the championship and it will end that 30-year drought of a premiership for uh, Liverpool so all in all smiles on the face they won two other trophies during the year they're gonna win a third with the Premier League first time in 30 years Mm -hmm. Uh, my two-year jaunt with this uh, this squad will continue for the rest of my life. So, uh, yeah, it's been a tough stretch. Uh, I like I said, they couldn't lose, and now they can't win. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a tough scenario. And Allison, the goaltender, the goalkeeper was out with a hip injury for the second straight game. Adrian played well, but he's just not Allison. And in the extra time it showed. And that was probably the difference in the game. Uh, not 100%, but I have said it uh, to a couple guys that I watched the games with in the last few weeks. It looks like Liverpool's just a step slow since they came off mm-hmm. the break. Uh, 
things just didn't go their way. You know, these things happen. And but they're going to win the Premier League, and they're going to be champions of England. Mm-hmm. And we go farther. We get we get our second big trophy in two years. So there'll be a parade. But yeah, it's, it's a bitter pill to swallow today because I was uh, I really thought coming into this game after they lost to this Madrid mm-hmm. team in Madrid, I said, okay, it's it's not the end of the world. Nope. It's it's a you know it's a two game knockout. There's a return visit here at Anfield, and at Anfield. They've been basically undefeated for many years. And, well, tonight, yeah, between the loss in the FA Cup and now the loss in the Championship League, uh, it is, and a loss in the Premier League. It's been a strange run here uh, going the the wrong way. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, we were talking about a team that was about to do something that has never really been done before. They're playing at such a high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won 18 straight Premier League games, which has never been done before. And they were going for the 19th, and they lost. Uh, and that's really when this down... Well, the loss to Madrid started it, and then the loss... Um, yeah, sometimes in, you get in too the wrapped Some, up in the streak. And, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just, you know, things... It's like Phoenix and 17. They get two wrapped but, up in the win streak. Yeah, and... The good news is they're going to win the Premier League. It's just a matter of when. It's not if. Uh, they have such a, a commanding lead. Uh, 22 points or 25 points. I haven't checked. but It's it, insane. It, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter of when. So, uh, disappointing. It was a, just a disappointing tunnel. day. I mean, I love watching them play. I'm going to be disappointed. I won't get to watch them in May like I did last year and have something major to cheer about. But, you know, we'll play out the rest of the uh, Premier League season and uh, raise the trophy and, and have a parade in Liverpool, and it'll be, it'll be a good day to celebrate. There is light at the end of the tunnel, right? Absolutely. That's what is unique about uh, this uh, following European football. It's, you have all these different tournaments, inside tournaments the season, yeah. within the season, and Don't you're playing so many games, so many games. And you're trying to get your players healthy. And like the FA Cup, yeah, it's it's a very big deal within England. That's where all the leagues of England mm-hmm. play against each other. Uh, the Is Premier that... League versus, you know, the smaller yeah. leagues. And I got to give Klopp a lot of credit here. He used it as an opportunity to play the kids, the under-23 team. Yeah. And get them experience in this type of scenario. And also give... His top rest. players rest. And it's, it worked throughout it, the season. And in the last few weeks, it's kind of caught up to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, today they play the the, the top uh, players. Mm-hmm. But in the FA Cup, they didn't. They played the kids. Mm-hmm. And they came close, but it, they, they fell. And that's just the way it works. And sometimes you got to make a decision as a manager. And I give them credit. Uh it takes guts to do something unorthodox and to have Absolutely. a reason behind it. Absolutely. And I give him a lot of credit because he chose what was important. And let's be quite honest with you. We haven't won a trophy in 30 years, and it's the Premier League, and that's the league you compete in. That matters most. Yep, that's right. And and I give him a lot of credit. It's it's He's going to get a lot of flack for the last uh, two weeks, maybe last three weeks. But in the end... 
I have no problem. But in the end, in a couple of years, when these younger kids who took adversity now and took losses now, yes, are, are dominating, right? Then they're gonna be like, that guy kind of knew what he was doing, huh? That's that's the goal, right? Yeah, that's the goal. Anytime you win have, now and uh, win for the future. Well, that's you know any type of of a developmental system, mm-hmm. like in baseball. Yep. Uh, if it's the Scrappers or if it's the Akron Ducks or you know Columbus Clippers, Clippers yeah. you're there to develop the talent. That's right. It's important to win ball games, but it's more important to develop the talent. And it's a tough balance. It is a tough balance, and that's exactly what goes on in Liverpool. And you know, you have the under 23s, you have the under 18s, mm-hmm. and they they all do. And mm-hmm. you have to make decisions and. I give him credit for being bold and being different. Um, they lost a couple tournaments, you know, the Cabrero Cup the same way. They played the kids. I don't have a problem with that. Well, I, I don't, and I give him a lot of credit. Uh, today, it's just, you know. Today's not been a good day. Yeah, well, today just fell apart. Not... They had an opportunity. Well, they had an opportunity to close the game, and they couldn't do it. And once the Madrid team got there felt life in extra time yep. that was all it took it took the light once you out let of, them hang around yeah, yeah. it took the light out of uh the reds and uh but like i said the end of the end of the day they're gonna win the premier league and that's all i can ever ask is you're you're winning something big as a fan well well today was a uh, rough sports day for you uh today for me was one of the better sports days of the year so far Explain. Well, many of you know me. I'm a big YSU guy. I, I I love the Penguins with all my heart. Never. I went to Valparaiso, and I've seen Micro Sabres in the NCAA tournament. Had a tough one Sunday. Really proud of their effort. Just ran out of gas. But my undergrad, that means something to you. You're a YSU alum. That means something when you win. Well, Holy Cross doesn't have a lot of sports. Didn't have a lot of sports. Um, and when I got there, basketball was it, it was a laughingstock. They weren't a sanctioned sport yet. They were winless. I mean, two and thirty, and they were getting beat by 30, 40 points every game. I remember my roommates coming back, being like, "Oh God, we stink." Well, today, my Saints advanced to the Sweet Sixteen. The NAIA tournament. All right. Congratulations. Our first appearance in school history. Our first program tournament win in school history. Uh, it was an abnormal 9.30 a.m. start. I had the game on my desk. Uh, proudly wearing my uh, my maroon and uh, silver today. Friday morning, we take on uh, Southern Oregon. A really, really good offensive team. I've tried to scout Southern Oregon the last couple hours. Um, 9.30 again Friday, I'll be listening at my desk. Uh, really proud. R- really proud of my school today. I've always proud of my school, but today I can puff my shores out a little bit more today. That's good. That's excellent. I, I don't blame you. We are no longer known as the school that Rudy went to. We are known as a basketball school. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome, man. Is it? A, like, I a smile on your face. Oh, ears. my God, it's, Tim. Like, you it's can't get been, rid of it, can no, you? No, like... A couple years ago, our baseball team uh, went to the uh, CCAC uh, conference tournament. You have to be invited to it. You don't just qualify. You have to be invited to it. Made a historical run. So much so it was broadcast on the radio in South Bend. We 
We won game one, but you had to win game two to win it all, and we lost game two. So uh, still amazing. He still, and they cut baseball the next year. Oh, geez. so but now it's like you know it, it's cool because I I remember my friends, my roommates. They were the they were my friend was on the first ever team there. I remember him. He's like, man, this is never going to get turned around. Never. And then his senior year, he's like, you know, we got something here. This could be special. Hey. We're Congrats. going all the way. We are going all the way. The we are going all the way this year. Congratulations Thank to the you Saints. very much. We yeah. are. Uh, it, it was cool to see pictures. Uh, everybody gather around a TV. You know, like, like watch parties. All these schools on – on selection side that you dream of YSU being. Right. It was so neat to see people who never cared about sports at all sitting there, you know. And when you go to Holy Cross, you see a lot of Notre Dame gear, and and rightfully so. They've they've been great to us. That's a great partnership. It's a great brotherhood. Uh, but today, there was only maroon and silver, baby. There was only maroon and silver. And I... I got calls and texts. Man, what a big win. How about it? It's just, yeah, today is probably the best sports day of the year so there far. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. And Friday, we're going to make it even better. There you go. Keep it rolling. That's right. Four wins to go. Win in advance. That's right. And we're going to have a parade down 933 for all my South Bend friends. There you go. 930 in the morning, too, right? Yeah. 930 <laughs> on Friday. 930 on Friday. Uh Another watch party has been scheduled. The deans are there. The president's there. It's awesome, man. That's fantastic. Well, it's that's awesome. That's what an excitement yes. and a run can bring. Yeah. I don't care yes. what level you're at. If you're at the high school level, if you're at the college level, you have the NIA yeah, level. It, it's it doesn't all matter. The same. It's no. all the same excitement. Uh, that's why I love covering sports. It's Because when fun. I got there, we were a school of 400 students. 400 students, and we have one academic building. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And now we're playing on national TV and playing in the NAIA tournament. You know, and we're not only playing, but we're winning games. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. That reminds me of, of my really uh, – I remember when I got the Newcastle job. Mm-hmm. I was excited just to do basketball mm-hmm. again because I enjoy basketball. Yes. And I – yes. Uh, if it wasn't for Western Pennsylvania coverage, I would not get basketball because we just don't do it here in Northeast yep. Ohio anymore. Um, it's a shame we don't. But well, there's a lot of reasons behind that, but that's not the point. Uh, as time has gone by, and I've had such a great time uh, rooting for covering mm-hmm. the Red Hurricanes. It's been a uh, it's been a pleasure, you know. And, yeah, and I can say root for because we cover the Red Hurricanes. Yes. And not necessarily, I, I try to be as uh, honest as I can with the play yes. and the play-by-play and what's but going on. You have a rooting but interest. yeah, it's okay to you have a rooting the interest there. I don't have one in football. Even no. when Bourbon plays, I, yeah, we, I've only covered a few Bourbon games. Mm-hmm. But my point is, I don't root for any team. I just want to see a great game and hopefully present That's that right. to our audience. Uh, in basketball... I still want to present the same type of feeling, but we're there to cover the Hurricanes. Yeah, and it has been. I've you know. I'm winning s- means you broadcast more. Well, it, what it has done is I have, like, when I covered 
Franklin and Oil City and Meadville, I wanted to see them all do well. But yes. I had three schools to yes. cover them, even Titus City or Titusville. There was four schools. So each time we were covering one of those schools, I wanted to see them well. Had a little more affinity for Franklin because we did more Franklin mm-hmm. games than I did uh, the other three. But Oil City was a close second. So anytime those two schools did well in any sport, I was always happy for them. Um, covering the Hurricanes and because of the people I've met along the way and how comfortable and welcoming they have been to mm-hmm. me. And for me to, with James, fill the seat of Mark Shosh mm-hmm. is, is special. And yeah. I can't tell everybody out there how much I love that job if anything i love everything i do this podcast the football Mm -hmm. any type of thing i can honestly say if the basketball went away it would probably be most devastating thing to me because yeah you made that mention off the air too it's it's just it's it's special i have a great partner and and james uh we have a great simulcast partner with trip live uh, Boy, that is a giant. Forever Broadcasting has been nothing but terrific with me for the last 10 plus years. So, yeah, it's special. And I've not been... that I don't love what we do at Western Reserve Radio. Not that I don't enjoy doing games with Matt. Not that I don't enjoy working with Jim and everybody involved. But, yeah, I can honestly say this Red Hurricanes job is, is just special. And I am... Um, not an honoree. Mm-hmm. I don't go that far, but <laughs> um, yeah, go Canes. Simple as that. Yeah, I made mention a couple of times. You know, it's it's neat when you see a community or a group and a team come together, like with Trib Live and Forever Broadcasting with Newcastle and uh, your personal connection over there, and I it, it's just really neat to see. And we've been blessed. It's. You know. We really have, and uh, we're going to continue. This is episode 100 of the Radio yes. MVP podcast. We have some things coming forward in the future. We're going to keep that uh, kind of under our, our our bills right now, or our hats, and we'll talk about it as time goes closer. Uh, I have a few things that we want to do, and we're going to discuss it. You know, and we're going to move forward. And really exciting. I don't want to get too far ahead of me but i want to congratulate mark means uh real quickly as he has started uh by all means a show on western reserve Mm -hmm. radio and he's also turned into a podcast so i want to welcome him to the podcast podcast community and uh we're going to talk more about that here in the future and uh after 100 episodes mark uh get ready you're coming on here soon yeah it's uh congratulations and it's great you know that uh, he got a show again, and uh, welcome to the podcast world. It's it's amazing. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, what we have in the works, we think could be really big. Uh, but you know, we're gonna uh, keep teasing you for now as we w- work out the kinks and work out the uh, details behind the scenes. But Tim, there's five months till high school football starts. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy the summer, but I'm gonna get ready for the football season. That's right. I'm gonna. Uh, you can enjoy uh, Liverpool clinching and that big uh, trophy and uh, celebration, what, 30 years? Yeah. I'm hopefully going to enjoy a couple more games of basketball that's 
meaningful to me, and uh, then baseball. Exactly. There's a lot. <laughs> there's going a lot on. going on. Yes. It's a, and there's a lot of factors all involved. We talked about throughout this podcast, and. Let's just wrap it up. Let's just say this. Uh, we wish everybody the uh, safe and healthy going forward. Uh, don't get upset if your games get canceled. Don't get upset if uh, you only can watch it on TV or listen to the radio. Be happy for your health and those around you. And as we move forward, we wish everybody a healthy and uh, prosperous time going forward. And hopefully uh, this will pass sooner than later. And everything will be back to normal. And we'll t- talk about this as a memory. But until then, let's let's err on the side of science. Let's err on the side of health profi- uh, professionals. And let's do what's right for the public and for everybody's health in general. And, you know, go every team that you root for. Uh, obviously, go Penguins if they continue to play. Yeah. We hope they see them do well in the CIT. Uh, my Liverpool Reds, my Magpies, which I yep. haven't talked about. Uh, the ladies who are doing well. Uh, only two seasons, two weeks left in the season. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. It goes so freaking fast. Um, they're right on the verge of uh, making the finals. So hopefully they'll be able to cross that bridge in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about that later. I will reach out to Gemma. Mm-hmm. I will reach out. To Dr. Kate, I don't know if either one will uh, come on, but mm-hmm. hopefully they will. A uh, lot of a lot of Australian football coming our way er, for me, and uh, baseball obviously is just around the corner. So, uh, Anthony, final thoughts? Go Saints, beat Southern Oregon. All right, for Anthony, I am Tim. Till the next time we speak, this is Radio MVP. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>